everyone and welcome back to Gaming News with myself, Eleni94, and I use she, her pronouns, and my wonderful co-host... Cheers, O2 here. I use he, him pronouns. Glad to be here, Eleni. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, and yourself? Not too bad. So we decided to do something a bit different this time. We had seen Stray had been kicking up some hype since it came out a couple weeks ago. So we thought, why not try it out? But live on stream. Yes, streamed it on International Cat Day. It wasn't actually originally the plan, it's just how things worked out, but mm -hmm. it, it aligned pretty nicely on that regard. It did, it did. So we're going to do, like we said, we streamed this all live on Twitch. If you ever want to join us, you can either follow Eleni on Twitch at her handle is Eleni1994 or myself, Kigers02. Just that simple, right on Twitch. And so we're going to cut over to a little compilation that Eleni has been so gracious enough to cut down for us so we can get some initial reactions. We've got some audience reactions and uh, we'll go from there. So let's let's cut to that. It is beautiful, it is cute, but what do you guys think of it apart from that? I think I think it's a very interesting concept playing as a cat and running around and our little friend B12. Mm -hmm. Now, I've got the sound off, but how is the the sound? I'm assuming that these people aren't talking, right? You're You're talking for them because there is no voice acting? Yeah, pretty much. They do make sound when they're talking, but it's not English. It's just k kind of mm -hmm. gibberish. Yeah, obviously, it, mm -hmm. as you can see in the stream, it does come up with the text, but yeah, there's no voice acting as such. But overall, right. I like a lot of the sounds. Nice. Like, it does actually kind of make sense because the robots and also the background music is mm. quite nice. I did turn it down a little bit because the initial mm -hmm. volume settings was very loud. <laughs> but like to me I, I mean i feel like the story already seems compelling it was even compelling before you met anybody at least that's what i felt it was like oh now what's going on finding that thing a body before it was able to talk to you you know stuff like that yeah it was definitely very strange and that brings me back to something i said i think about halfway through mm -hmm. is i wonder like it doesn't bother me and I don't know how much it would probably bother people in general, but it does feel almost a little bit slow to start story-wise. You are mm -hmm. just kind mm -hmm. of running about, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Obviously, sure. it's getting you used to controls, stuff like that, which is more than fair enough. Obviously, some people do want to play games and essentially just jump straight into the action, mm -hmm. which obviously mm -hmm. isn't the case with this game. Aaron Artistry says, I love the game so much, it's very immersive, and you can tell the devs worked hard to make this game. The one critique I have is the transitions between animations are a little wibbly-wobbly. Okay, so I'll be honest, I didn't notice any wibbly-wobbly between the animations, mm. but I'm too busy looking at how cute the cats are. <laughs> mm -hmm. Pixie Enchanted also says, I feel like it's a good game, good comfort game. And I, I thought that as well, kind of, I guess, until we met the Zork, and then I was like, oh god, there's... But most of it, yes. I mean, I could see just, I'm going to log in and be a cat. <laughs> yeah, apart from that bit. <laughs> where I was getting chased by this <laughs> and kind of died. Because mm -hmm. I, I, I wasn't expecting it. Uh, yeah, there's something about it that just mm -hmm. does feel very peaceful and almost very relaxing. And I don't <laughs> want to stop playing, but... <laughs> 
Yeah, I feel like it would be very easy just to mm-hmm. kind of get lost in the game. And I, I do like the puzzle platformer feel. Those are some games that I kind of like myself. Don't play them as often as I like, but sometimes it's good to. And I feel like this is like a casual puzzle platformer. There's a, there's another one that I played that I, I beat the game and now it's like, okay, now I got to go back through and, and finish all the puzzles and be all cool. But, you know, that's that's another story. <laughs> I get what you mean. It feels like it's not really supposed mm-hmm. to be very intense. Like, I'm sure it will have its intense moments. Well, you got a couple jump scares already, so, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, overall, it's not meant to be, like... You're not supposed to be, like, sway. <laughs> <laughs> no. I right. believe that's the uh, gamer term. <laughs> <laughs> no, very relaxed, very chill. Trying to get immersed in the story rather than focusing on the action. I, I know a couple gamers, or a couple streamers that I follow that I think they'd really like this game. Yeah, I would definitely recommend it based on what I've played so far. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I had a few people recommend it to mm-hmm. me. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But I hadn't seen any gameplay or anything about it. So mm-hmm. I had been going to put off buying it or playing it until I'd watched some gameplay footage. Then Kiga's suggest we kind of came up with the idea for playing it as part of the gaming news and maybe doing something a little bit different. I'm doing it a bit more like review based, especially with how much hype it's been getting. So I was like, you know what, why not? And also it might be more fun if I don't watch anything before I play it. <laughs> so like all my reactions are legitimate reactions. Beautiful, fun, cute, mostly laid back game. Yes, it's very Which... well designed as well. And yeah, like yeah. Bearded said earlier, the fact that there is a button dedicated to just going, Meow. I love it, I love it so much. Mm-hmm. And even in the beginning where you were just like geeking out about the, the interaction between the cats. But yes, I can definitely understand all the hype surrounding it. And then just out of curiosity, Eleni, um, how much was it in your neck of the woods? So in the wonderful currency of the great british okay. pound it was 23.99 uh, which i didn't think was too bad Oof. um that was another reason why when i initially heard about it i was a bit hesitant because i know a lot of new games can be in the mm-hmm. 40 50 mm-hmm. or 60 pound region 30 dollars us by the way i'm always a bit hesitant to spend that amount of mm-hmm. money on a game but for but yeah for for 23 i was like you know what that's that's not too bad because even if it did turn out to be a bad game it it (laughs) content (laughs) got that guy she's hoping to make up a little money by streaming it so she appreciates us all having to watch ads any subs any bits she does appreciate all these things yes putting it out there (laughs) <laughs> yes thank you so much Aaron said he's gonna try to watch a playthrough so he can be a hint human if it needed I appreciate it Aaron but is there anything you want to say about it Kikers any of your thoughts or feelings on watching it one of the games that I played very many moons ago was uh, The Curse of Monkey Island I don't know if you've ever played that it's phenomenal points and click adventure made by LucasArts and uh, this reminded me of that just in 3D because like when uh, Doylen Millar asked earlier, yeah, thank you, Bearded. Um, Doylen Millar asked earlier, do, is there going, are they going to stop giving you hints? And I'm like, well, no, it's, it's kind of like that old point and click adventure where you, 
you know, you can try to cheese it or try to figure out where things are going by moving your mouse all over the screen by going, what am I supposed to click on next? Um, and yes, if you haven't <laughs> played Monkey Island, by the way, it is phenomenal. Phenomenal game. But yeah, that's, that's what I feel like this is. A 3D point-and-click adventure. Or a 3D point-and-click story. We shouldn't say... I don't, I don't want to say adventure because there's not, like... I don't... Other than the running from the Zork so far, there's not so much, like, adrenaline pumping. But the story is nice and easy. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Pixie said earlier, mm-hmm. it feels mm-hmm. like it's a very good comfort game. However, one thing I mm-hmm. would be interested in and probably won't know better until actually completed the game is it's replayability value yeah that's true because i'll be honest as good as it seems so far it does kind of feel like a game you'd maybe play once or twice but then Mm -hmm. probably wouldn't go back to it very often i mean it depends on where you can go because i feel like it depending on the how the relationships oops sorry depending on how the relationships go if they develop um like if you get different reactions or could interact with the, the NPCs a bit more, it would be interesting to go back. But like I agree with you, it's like once you played through it, maybe. But it it I like the open worldness of it too, where then you can so far you're free to go where you want, mm-hmm. you know. So if you wanted to go back to Momo, which you just did, or the Guardian, you could jump back to them mm-hmm. and talk with them. But yeah, and based on um, Aaron's comment earlier about the music man makes me wonder if there's side quests because obviously I did find a couple music sheets mm-hmm. so it makes me wonder if there's some side quests and stuff you can do and obviously mm-hmm. at the moment pretty much purely focusing on the main quest mm-hmm. but obviously if there are side quests that obviously does help replayability mm-hmm. value because you might pick up little things that deepen the world and its lore like the next time round, all the things you didn't notice the first time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Whereas, yeah, for the moment, I'm just too busy trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do next. <laughs> <laughs> Bearded Boss Alex. Honestly, I just love cat. Cat game equal good. <laughs> I, I can agree with that sentiment. I love cats. <laughs> yeah, the way you can, like, jump on things and just knock pain cans mm-hmm. over. I love the bit where you can meow at the guy chucking the cans and make him drop one. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. And and there are just areas where you can sleep and you get a whole cinematic of it. Yes. 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 Is... I jumped up onto yes. one of the bookcases and just curled up and had a nap. Mm-hmm. And yes, cats. No offense, Keekers. No offense to your beautiful doggos. Cats are the best. I was just thinking about the whole, including the, inter- the environmental, but also thinking about when the cat got its accessory. And then all of a sudden it was walking goofy because it didn't like it. <laughs> Just the little things that they really did incorporate into this, which are really interesting. Yeah. And well thought through. No, I 100% agree with that. And just just like how you can obviously knead the rugs or like the walls or like the sofa. It's just little things like that. That's great. Like you can just like stop and like be a cat. <laughs> And for those of for those of you that don't have cats, when a cat needs on you, it is the cutest thing in the world, especially if they don't necessarily have claws. They're just making little loaves of bread. Mm-hmm.
I think you had a lot of fun, Eleni, and I know our audience said. What What did you think of that experience? Overall, I really enjoyed it. And I feel like it goes without saying, so cute. That is one of the <laughs> biggest things I've heard everyone saying. And it's so on point. Like, it is just so adorable. And just, not even just the look of the cats, but just all the little things you can do, like pushing things off, kneading the carpet and curtains and even the sofa which is absolutely fantastic i think it's so great like it really does feel like you're actually playing as a cat not just a a human inside a cat's body like they they have actually taken the time and thought to think about what a cat would do and you can still all do those cat like things which i think is absolutely fantastic and the graphics are fantastic as well i was absolutely in love and at the beginning of the game it's very pretty pretty and mm -hmm. but even once you get into the dead city obviously it's not as traditionally pretty but the graphics are still absolutely amazingly mm -hmm. designed and it's a lot of fun it was one or two slightly intense parts, but it just feels like such a relaxing, immersive game. I'm definitely looking forward to playing more. Fair enough. And again, she is, at least as of right now, she's planning on streaming some more. So if you go follow her on Twitch, you might catch her doing more of these streams. Yeah, I do plan on streaming the entirety of Stray and seeing how we go. Awesome. Awesome. So on to the final little segment for this podcast, and that is the upcoming games for August 2022. So there has already been a few games released this month, but there's still a few to come. Uh, one of which I know Geekers is uh, certainly interested in. Mm -hmm. To start off with, we have Rollerdrome coming out on August 16th. We have Thymesia coming out on August 18th. Mm -hmm. We have the Saints Row Rebooted on the 23rd of August. We also have Total War, Warhammer 3, and Mortal Empires on the 23rd. Uh, Destiny 2 Season 19 getting released on the 23rd as well, so a few coming out on the 23rd. Mm -hmm. Immortality on the 30th. Mm. And the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Kawabunga Collection coming out on August 30th as well, which is the one Keekers is interested in. We always talk about the ones I'm interested in. No, it's fine. Uh, yeah, definitely. They repackaged all the old classic NES, SNES, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games, and they're putting them out for all the systems. And I'm, I'm really excited to play some of them again, and maybe get over my fear of some of the older, the older levels. Like that NES Ninja Turtles game was was hard back in the day. I never made it past the the damn level. And for those of you that know what level I'm talking about, you understand. Well, actually, I got past that one. I didn't get past the next one. Anyway, <laughs> um, another one you missed that's that might get some attention, especially from sports fans. We've got Madden NFL 23 making its debut on the 19th. And then we've got an F1 manager, which I'm assuming is a F1 racing game manager coming out as well on the 30th. Another big name uh, brand, at least in, in some of our circles, is we've got a SD Gundam Battle Alliance. Doesn't look like my cup of tea, but if you like Gundam, it might be right up your alley. And one that already came out, which could be a fun play a little bit, uh, Turbo Golf Racing. It's described as Rocket League, but for mini golf, which 
You know, it's, I'm, I'm not sure how, for me, I'm not sure how much staying power that has. It could be really fun. Don't, don't get me wrong. Don't, don't hate, please. But it could be really fun or it could be just one of those you play a couple times and go, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it's the sort of thing, it would be fun with friends, but yeah, I don't feel like it's going to have much staying power, mm-hmm. but could be proven wrong. The one, there is one I, I haven't really checked out mm-hmm. yet, so I don't know much about it. However, when we were having doing a bit of research for this podcast, I am quite interested in Thymasia. Mm-hmm. It's described as a grueling action RPG, and I do like my RPGs. So while I don't know a lot about it yet, I do want to look into it a bit more because that might be up my alley. We'll wait and see. Oh, um, and then one that's coming out, I think the day we're releasing this is actually a... Spider-Man Remastered is coming out. They're re-releasing the original Spider-Man game, I believe, for the next-gen systems, which is really interesting. So definitely a few... uh, Oh, and I almost missed another one, another of the remastered ones, but Destroy All Humans 2 Reprobed is also coming out on August 30th. So we've got quite a few games that are coming out as remasters or re-releases again, which for some of us older players is kind of nice. I'll be honest... I I think I played Spider-Man back in the day on the PlayStation 1. I think that's the one that they did. Maybe it's the 2, I forget. Someone someone correct me in the comments, that's fine. But Do you know what game? What? I really want them to remaster Which one? for the PC. Uh-oh. It's called Time Splitters. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It came out on the PS2. Yep. And I loved it so much. Can you guess what was my favorite part about that game? I have I I know of it. I haven't played it, but go ahead. Let's enlighten us, please. So you could build your own levels. Ooh, okay. And you know me, I like building regardless of the game. So I loved building my own levels mm-hmm. and stuff, as well as as playing on them. Though I only played against like the bots or the um, sure campaign because there was like missions you'd have to do and stuff. But you could also just like fight against if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. I could be remembering some of this wrong. It was over 10 years ago <laughs> I played it. So uh, please do forgive me and correct me in the comments if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but I loved it so much The and I was so annoyed when I did eventually stop playing it because it was only because the disc had gotten really scratched. <laughs> I was so sad. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I know... Like I said, for me, a lot of these older games that are being re-released and just the remastered, like I don't, something controversial maybe I'll say here is that, you know, we're seeing the the reimagining of Final Fantasy VII before our very eyes and it's coming out in different segments. I don't necessarily need or want that. I just like the whole, like what they did with Final Fantasy X was a good game. My humble opinion, a really great game. And they just upped the graphics just slightly, tweaked a little bit with with giving us some of the international features into the game, which added so much content that was already there and just said, here, pay for it again. And this guy's paid for it four or five times now. So <laughs> not even going to lie, guys. Um, but I like those types of things. I don't necessarily like the whole, well, we're going to take this game, which was awesome, and then we're going to redo a whole bunch of stuff and make it a totally different game, which... Humble opinion. Don't like it. Yeah, I don't approve of that. Like, if you want to make a new game, make a new game. Don't. When they do things like that, it feels like they are trying to cash in on the people that already like the game and almost, like, take advantage of them to actually sell them a totally different product. Yes. 
Yes. But on the other hand, some games are worth buying a few times. Yes, I would make that argument for Final Fantasy X, but that's that's me. That's this guy. <laughs> um, I, I have rebought Final a lot Fantasy of the Final Fantasies. Oh, it's a good game. To be fair, it's I didn't game. actually get introduced into Final Fantasies until Final Fantasy Thirteen Part Two. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of people seem to hate on it, but I actually really liked Final Fantasy Thirteen. I think there's three of them altogether, if I remember yep, correctly. Yep, there's three. Yep. Final um, Fantasy 13, 13 2, and Lightning Returns. Yep. Yeah, and I ended up going back and playing some of the older Final Fantasies. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I like them. I I I did. I, I got involved at 10. I tried to go back and play 7, and controversial statement, 7 is one of my least favorite Final Fantasies out there. I'm just being honest. Um because I had some issues with it. But like 10 for me was like the perfect, it, it came out at a perfect time where you got the FMV, the full, full motion videos. There's a first one with voice acting. So, I mean, I came in at that high bar and then trying to go back to those uh, earlier games where there wasn't voice acting. Um, some of the FMVs were very, very not like in world. Like you would switch from the totally in-game world to then this totally like, the pixelated blocky looking thing to then this beautiful person all of a sudden which sometimes didn't translate well and it, that, that's on me that's on this guy but yeah 10 to me is totally worth it um i loved 13 and i'm gonna probably catch some slack for that i didn't like 12 <laughs> 12 12 was not good for me um but i liked 13 uh i think 13 too though was a typical middle child where mm. it's you needed the previous story to understand what was going on. And it if I remember correctly, when they patched for the ending to, to lead into Lightning Returns, it didn't end, if I remember correctly. They changed the ending, so then all of a sudden it wasn't a standalone game anymore. It was, now you need Lightning Returns to finish the story, which some could argue wasn't a continuation, but that's okay. <laughs> Yeah, that is true. Saying that, because um, Final Fantasy Thirteen Part Two was the first game I played, mm-hmm. uh, so mm-hmm. I completely missed out on Part One, but I I still had fun. I still enjoyed it. I remember actually mm-hmm. cracking out the notepad and pen for doing. You remember how you had those like clock puzzles where you had to yep. get rid of all of them perfectly, but on s- some of them it would be the same. On some of them, each time you got it wrong, it would change to a new one. So yeah, I'd crack <laughs> out the notepad and pen and like draw it. Oh yeah. Yep, yep, I do remember those. It it was it was a good game. It, the time jumping. Well, hopefully, we're not giving away any spoilers. But the time jumping in it was very interesting mechanic, and I, for Final Fantasy, it was it was very good. But again, for me, I feel like thirteen was also good and standalone. But thirteen too, you did need thirteen and possibly Lightning Returns to get the whole the whole picture. But that's that's me. That's me. It was still a good game. I liked the mechanics. I liked most of the story um the voice acting for me was okay i'm not like blown away by anything in 13 was good i remember i have vivid memories of some of the cutscenes, and i wish a lot of games would go back and do i'm gonna go pick on 10 again 10 had this ability to go to a certain location and you could actually purchase videos so you could re-watch them and re-experience them and i feel like that feature in 10 is now missing from every other game out there, except Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which I picked up. That one actually does have a menu option where if you've unlocked the thing, you can just go and rewatch the video, which is 
amazing. But the, uh, I feel like, especially 13, there are some like incredible FMVs that you just want to go back and just watch. Like when all the heroes come back from a certain location and their, uh, oh God, I forgot what they're called. Their uh, summons were all there. It was, it was really. I actually want to play some Final Fantasy. Go with 10. It's out on Steam. And then there also, there's a huge modding community out there for 10. Okay. Um, I follow this person uh, on YouTube. His name's uh, Dansko8. And he did a P. Birdman mod, which a P. Birdman is apparently a very large uh, player in the uh, Final Fantasy 10 sphere of, of influence. And he redid some of the story, what he could actually mod. And he also up the difficulty like it actually made it so the game was ramping up in difficulty because honestly in 10 you get to a point where you can just go through and pretty much get everything whereas his mod he actually makes it so um for example there was an early boss which everybody was afraid of oh my god don't go that way you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna die don't do that and he actually made that boss very difficult where it was you can't defeat it when you first get there you need to go around and actually come back with your super powerful weapons and, and armor and then you could probably kick its butt which i thought was just a nice some nice little touches there that does actually sound like a pretty good mod though i think first time i play it i will not play with that mod <laughs> oh yeah play vanilla yeah that could be a second time around go yeah you need the, the story experience and like i said he does change a few words if he could um to kind of give some backstory into some of the things that there was no backstory to begin with, which is really cool. But overall, yeah, I would totally, if anybody's out there hasn't played Final Fantasy X, I would recommend it, period, as a good game. It is a PlayStation 2 era game, so mind that for the graphics. Again, just keep that in mind, because some of the graphics, yeah, you're PlayStation 2. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's a shame, because I'll be honest, sometimes that does put me off playing older games, is graphics, because you're so used to a lot of the pretty, fancy, very clear, graphics and you go play mm -hmm. older games and you're just like Ugh. yeah the gameplay graphics th this one doesn't this one does have some of the jarriness from the gameplay to the fmv they try to make it as as best as possible again we're talking playstation 2 era we're not talking ps3 ps4 era where they did a lot of the fmvs in real time which awesome cool they, they couldn't do that back then but it's it's not so jar at least to me it's not so jarring and some of the the story the graphics of the FMVs are just completely worth it. Completely worth it. So, I would even argue, yes. if it's a good game, you can get past not the best graphics. Yes. Also say there are some cringy moments with some of the story. It's okay. And also the story is very confusing if you don't know the lore behind it. I didn't know there was lore behind it until several a decade <laughs> or two later. So... Um, so it is, a, it is a confusing story if you think that there's time travel involved. And no spoilers, it, it, there is no time travel involved in Final Fantasy X. Okay. None. So just keep that in mind. If anybody out there has played it or, hasn't, or has played it and they think there's time travel, there's not. No time travel. Well, I think we've talked about classic games enough, Eleni. Um, if you guys are interested in any of those other games we did mention, go ahead and check them out for the PC with those release dates or whatnot. Um, do we have anything else for our lovely audience this week? No, I think that is everything for them this week. 
Awesome. Again, if you do want to uh, travel with Eleni in the world of Stray, go ahead and give her a follow on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash Eleni1994. We'll put that in the show notes for you guys, so you can just click on that link for you. Um, and yeah, thanks for joining us this week. Yes, you all have a good day. Bye. Bye.